This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem free Hey, happy hump day, everybody. Thanks for bringing us into your home, your car, or wherever you may be. This is Nick, and I'm joined by Stephanie, and this is episode 439. And today, we're going to be bringing you all the latest news and rumors, a little history as well. But before we begin, we encourage you to check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com for everything Disney on deals, tips, and info on everything Disney, on all things Disney, that is. They're your friends and our friends, too, so go ahead and check them out. WaltExpress.com. I have them pulled up on my computer right now. And what I see, I have a blog, What to Expect in Disney World during the month of May. And it's written by Band of Bean. Go ahead and check that out. Another blog, this one's written by Kaylee Turney, How to Choose the Best Disney World Resort for Your Family. Two good ones. Go ahead and check them out. Become an expert yourself, your friends, and our friends too over at WaltExpress.com. So, Stephanie, how are you doing? How's your week so far? Doing good. I officially have a three-year-old. Lucy turned three on Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah. Happy birthday, Lucy. Nice. We'll get some uh, birthday music cued in here. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Lucy. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, yeah, so she had a princess party, obviously. Nice. She's still hung up on all those Disney princesses. Was she a specific princess? She was Belle. Oh. Well, actually, so she we went to a princess ball also. Um, so she was Belle at the princess ball, and for her birthday party, she was sleeping with Beauty. All right. She likes the classics. Two drastically different princesses. Yes. I, it was a toss-up with Cinderella as well in there, but it is all, it's all the classics. That's what the girl likes. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Good for her. So did she have like her bell dress and everything, the gold oh, yeah. dress and mm-hmm. nice. Of course, you have to put on a crown, even though Belle doesn't really do a crown. But you have to have a tiara. She has to have a tiara. She's Definitely. a princess. Whatever, it's fine. But yeah, she had a blast. Every, like all the what were the decorations like? 
Did you have princess themed stuff oh, all yeah. over the place? Everything princess. Every Paint the picture for thing. us. The listeners we had know. We had the cake, the, the cupcakes were all in a princess shape. We bought cookies that were different princess dresses as well. So all of the Disney princesses. I had all of her dresses hung all over the house as well. We had a, a little tent set up that's a princess tent um, that is one of Lucy's tents. So she, And then I had the food was Rapunzel's braid or try the gray stuff. Uh, we finished awesome. each other's sandwiches. So I tried to be, that's you know, awesome. I tried to get all Pinteresty on it. <laughs> it so was did fun. You, did, that's really neat. Finishing each other's sandwiches. Did you cut them in half and each person? No, they okay. were just little sandwiches. But that is funny. Just each each food item had a different saying from a different, um, a Jack and Gus cheese tray. So yeah, we stuck with with the Disney theme there, and we had a blast. She loved it. That's neat. I wish I had a girl, you know, to do stuff like that with. That's that's awesome. So she normally doesn't like having her hair done, and I had to tell her. Um, I actually had to show her a clip that somebody took of the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boop, uh, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, and so I showed her that clip of a little girl getting her hair and her makeup done. That way, I could do her hair. For this, and then she got pumped for it and was like, Okay, yeah, mom, do my hair, please. I want to look like that. Play some Disney music in the background when you did it. I did it. I envision her holding a mirror and you braiding her hair. Yeah, no, it that would have been that that would have been it. We were a little more rushed, so got it. But well, that's cool. Yeah, it was fun. How many people in attendance? A whole bunch of princesses. Oh, any Prince Charmings invited? I mean, no. she. There were some some little boys that were there, yes, but there was only a couple little girls who dressed up. So. So she slept then through her birthday party if she was Aurora. Oh, actually, she did the opposite of sleep. She totally skipped nap that day. She just would not go down. That's too awesome. excited. So. That's awesome. So how was your weekend? Um, my weekend was great. I went and saw Dumbo this past weekend. Okay. Uh, week's been all, week's been good to go. I have you know. Obviously, we're coming up on map testing and end of the year, and these kiddos need to be reminded of expectations Mm -hmm. and such. But uh, getting back to Disney over the weekend. Yeah, tell me about Dumbo. Dumbo was awesome. Great movie as far as box office um, releases go with with the whole Disney genre. From what I've read, uh, Dumbo didn't do all that well compared to all the other Disney films that are out there. There was some back and forth with oh he's so it's cute, 50 but, 50 eh. it's 50 50 i thought it was great you liked it i really loved i mean so tim burton directed the film in the beginning going into the film i knew tim burton as far as me watching tim burton films it's 50 50 for me as well right hit or miss he did really well with this film and we had some really great actors in this film danny devito colin farrell uh just to name a couple i'm trying to think of oh michael keaton was in the film so they did a great job. They really did a great job. I didn't look at Danny DeVito and think, oh, there's Danny. You know, he definitely played his character. Same with Good. Colin Farrell and and Michael Keaton. Even with Michael Keaton, you know, because typically when I see Michael Keaton, I think of Batman. I, yeah. I can't help it. I just think Batman all the time. That's, that's him. And or like Mr. Mom. And that's really dating me. But I, I think of those films. I don't know why. I just do more so. Batman than Mr. Mom. Yeah, but, I think of Batman. He's, yeah, I just kind of giggled yeah. when he said Mr. Mom. I was like, Sorry. oh, huh. That, that's an old. Have you seen that movie? Um, pieces. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I thought it was exception. I thought Tim Burton did exceptionally well directing the film. I thought it was a really, really great movie. And you know, even Colin, like Colin, was really into it. And Colin, I think the kids can relate to the storyline without giving it away too much. I mean, it's just about. 
um, having a can-do attitude, overcoming challenges, and being loved. So it has a good message. It does have a great message. And I could tell Colin was just enthralled with the movie. And, you know, just to see there and watch your child watch that in the live action film. Yeah. And I grew up with the cartoon and so did Colin. Colin's watched the cartoon many times, but anyway, really neat. This week's been busy. Um, I'm, yours has been busy as well. I know it's been pretty stressful. So mm-hmm. today it's kind of a nice relief to sit here and talk Disney, which is ni- a nice break. Yes. And, you know, as far as this week goes with, with news, I have a handful of items. I don't know if I... I mean, I have I feel like probably it'll be a four short, or five. It'll it's be a gonna, short week, yeah. It's Yeah, it's going to be a short episode probably, yeah. I, I would think. But Or we can stretch this out because I know you and I can talk Disney for hours. We can get sidetracked. <laughs> but I have, so let's go Let's go here. I have my first. What do you got? Yeah, so I'm putting down my phone here. So yeah, my first article that we have here, free Disney dining offer for 2020 arrivals coming for UK residents. I saw that. So I'm pointing at you right now, Tim, from UK, who listens to our show and texts in quite a bit. I want to say you need you need to go ahead and listen here and look at this and contact us. Launching So launching this 20, 25th of April, UK residents who book a Walt Disney World vacation package that includes Disney theme park tickets and for at least five nights can enjoy free Disney dining or free breakfast for each night of their vacation. Pretty awesome. So Disney usually does deals like this uh, once in a blue moon, typically once a, once a year. For we get those here in the residents States as well. In, yes, for residents in the UK. UK residents also enjoy some sometimes like other types of discounts as well for, for the resort package. But, it, you know, it, it's a way that Disney can get, um, you know, just guests from around the world traveling to Walt Disney World. Okay. So when I was reading this article, something that I came across that I thought maybe you could explain a little more, it says one wrinkle as compared to the U.S. version of the free dining is that for this promo, guests staying at Value Resorts will receive free breakfast, which should actually be a generic quick serve credit that you could and should use for a different meal. Do you know anything about that? Like, I'm trying to look it up right now. I got my... So I see the free breakfast as guests stay at one of the value resort hotels can enjoy free breakfast for each night of their stay. And it says, yeah, you should, you could and should use that for a different meal, not the breakfast. So I guess I've never done the dining plan. Okay. Uh, and I know you know a lot about why, like if you're going to use it, how to use it to get your money's worth. So I'm guessing that's just a money saving tip that you should be using that breakfast for a different meal because breakfast is cheaper maybe. Oh, I wouldn't use my free dining credit for breakfast by any means. If I'm going to use my free dining credit, it's going to be either for a lunch, right, or a dinner. Okay. Um, But, So don't waste it on breakfast. Oh, no, I I wouldn't. I mean, there are other places where you can. I mean, if you're going to get a free dining credit, a place like Ohana breakfast would be nice. That is a nice breakfast. Pretty cool. Yeah. And it's a buffet family style, right? But that would be probably the only place for breakfast. I'm, I'm sure there's a couple others out there that I'm just not thinking of. Uh, Tusker House, Arena Bell, um, that rings a bell with me right now, just with the breakfast. Two places where if you're going to spend a credit, sure thing, but, and it's all about who you, you know, are you a breakfast person? Are you more of a, you know, a night owl and you like to eat dinner and hang out all night long? Right. Just depends what kind of vacation you're looking for. Okay. So I would agree. You're saying some, a lot of people are saying skip the breakfast. 
Uh, just this article I was reading on Disney Tourist Blog. Um, that's the name of the website, DisneyTouristBlog.com. And it just said that it was something that you should skip. And I was curious as to as to why. Yeah, I would too. I'll, okay. I'll definitely skip that as well. You're going to get more bang for your buck. Unless it's a buffet style type breakfast. You know, for a lunch or a dinner. Okay. What do you got? Um, so something else that I found was that um, Disney's Animal Kingdom is going to be celebrating Earth Day, which is coming up here. So they have a party for the planets on April 20th through the 22nd, and it's called Tiffin's Talks. It's going to return to Walt, um, or it's going to return, and Walt Disney Imagineer and portfolio executive Joe Roday. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right or not, but he's going to be coming and actually talking with those who have a pass for this um, about his travels around the world. It'll include a four-course lunch that will feature some global dishes, desserts, and specialty beverages. And do you want to put a sticker price on this one? Do you want to take a guess? One seventy-five. One. Close. One ninety-nine. Well, that's that my next guess. Was one ninety-nine was my next guess. Plus. And on that one, we need to add on tax and gratuity. Okay. Yes, that's extra as well. So, um, yeah, just it also says that there's going to be. It will require a separate park admission, so you can't just go and not have a park ticket. You'll have to have a park ticket, and then also this one hundred ninety-nine dollar additional ticket to go see and talk with him. So, so Joe's going to be there. Yes, and he will also be from 10 to 11.30 on both the 20th and the 22nd. He's going to be at, um, is it Mombasa? Mombasa's Marketplace. And he's going to be down there signing some of his artwork. That's awesome. So he was very instrumental with Animal Kingdom. You know, he's Imagineer. Yeah. And he was very instrumental, especially with like Pandora and the, you know, the Land of Avatar over there Which at Animal Kingdom. Which is incredible. Yeah, he's got some really great stuff out on YouTube. I'll encourage our listeners to go ahead and check that out. It's Joe. I think I think it pronounces last name Rody. I'm not sure. To be honest with you, um, R. What do we say? It's it's R O H D E. Yep. Right. So go ahead and check that out, Joe. And he's got some great stuff on YouTube that kind of explains his upbringing and how he was instrumental in. Uh, Animal Kingdom and creating like Pandora Land and stuff like that. And you, once you type them in, you'll you'll see that oh, this is the guy that's always on the Disney Channel or you know explaining. I've seen his face yeah, before. I've right. seen it before. It's the guy that has the really long earring with I think the big old gauge in his left his left ear. It's distinctive. Right. Yeah, he's you, very. You'll see him and you'll know. Yes, his his demeanor and his his charismatic way of you know carrying himself. He's very distinct. As soon as you hear his voice, you'll know. Let's see. I'm going to go ahead and let's talk. I'm going to talk about, well, this past week, Disney has announced a ton of stuff. Star Wars, the Disney streaming service that we'll talk about here. But I do want to talk about the Star Wars celebration that took place in Chicago Mm -hmm. last week. And a new trailer debuted for the new Star Wars film. I don't know if you caught it online, Stephanie. I also put it up on my Instagram. So I'm not sure if you saw it there. I have not seen the new trailer. Okay. So it's called The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. And it debuted there at the Star Wars Celebration in Chicago. The trailer, The Rise of Skywalker. So this debuted in front of a crowd. I mean, there was a a huge crowd there. It was quite the party, huh? Thousands. Okay, thousands, definitely. People are excited. 
they had a panel there. They had all the actors and everything, and the director, and he was there. Was I believe J.J. Abrams was there. Yes, he was there as well. All the characters, you know, Lando, 3CPO, or excuse me, C3PO, my bad. Um, Rose, Chewbacca. We had, oh, Ray was there. You know, of course, I'm mentioning the characters, but I mean the actors, like Daisy Ridley was there, right? John Boyega was there, who plays Finn. But I'm just letting our listeners know, just in case you don't know who these actors are, you definitely probably know the characters. But one thing I want to point out, you know, one question that all Star Wars fans have been faced with, who is Ray's parents? And so the title of this trailer or the title excuse me, the title of the movie is called the rise of skywalker and who do we open up with in the very beginning is ray and she's back in her uh, again her white uh jedi outfit which you know last i think last year when um the last star wars film came out the name escapes me that's why i'm like um, um i know um. i'm trying to think of anyway, it right now she had like gray and white going on which kind of hints to you know, maybe she's questioning herself with, you know, the light side versus the dark side. So I think this third film, hopefully, and it should answer a lot of questions. And we're going to have Jeff on to kind of do a Star Wars episode with us. He's our Star Wars guy. He is our Star Wars guru. And he's always come on when a new trailer releases. And he's always come on on May the 4th. Because that's, that's May the, appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. May the May 4th th- be with you. Yep, exactly. So. And then the sixth is called Rise of the Sith, by the way. So anyway, or, or Attack of the Sith, or sixth, whatever. Anyway, so he's going to come on and discuss that trailer. I don't want to give too much away, but the trailer was awesome. We have some of our loved characters that we've seen from other films. We could see in the trailer that some of our questions may be answered. We don't know just yet. And he will confirm some of the Easter eggs that are in the trailer here on uh, Miles Capades. We're gonna, I'm going to try to get him on sooner rather than later, before May the 4th, so we can get his take on this, because I, I wouldn't want to combine May the 4th and all the Star Wars stuff that's out There's there. There's so much Star Wars happening there, right there now. There really is. So That movie that you were talking about from last year, was that Solo, A Star Wars Story? No, so that was a that different, was different one. Yep, okay. That's canon as well. That's within the Star Wars, Star Wars realm. But that was a side movie that, okay. that came out. So maybe it came out two years ago. I think it was called The, uh, was it called the Last Jedi. That sounds familiar. I think it was called The Last Jedi. Anyway, so there's other Star Wars stuff that I'll talk about. Yes, but I'll, was, let you, I'll let you go ahead and, and Well, continue. let's just stay on there with the Star Wars okay. because I know that when I was doing, I, th- I think that w- last time we talked about this was when I was just wowing over Pandora and over um, Flight of Passage. And you said that there were some big, bold statements made. Um, so I actually, there was another one and that I had to highlight because Josh Gad, I guess he, uh, he was the one who worked on Frozen. Yeah, he's the voice of Olaf. Okay, so he came out and said about this Star Wars uh, theme park, he said, it is beyond your wildest dreams. It's the single most insane thing I've ever seen built in any park. The scale and scope of it, I don't think any of you are ready for it. So, really, that's good news. I know that gets me so excited, and I'm not a Star Wars guru. I do not. I mean, I think of. Have you watched the films? I was going to watch any. Of I them? was just going to out myself. I have, but I maybe like the Hit first one and part of the second one. Okay, so when you say first and part of the second, I don't even know which ones I'm talking about. One and two, or are you talking about? Four and five. Probably four and five. Which they came out of order, right? They, exactly. Four and five were really So we grew really up first. with four, five, and six. Yes. So those are the ones that I have 
okay. that I have seen you part saw, of. You've seen none of the That's new it. prequels. You, saw, you haven't no. seen one, two, and three. No, I have not. Okay. And anything other than that? Everything else is totally over my head. So even with it all being over my head, I'm still super pumped Force about Awakens, this. Force Awakens, Last Jedi. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, wow. I know. Keith, dude. We, you, need, you need to take the wifey out and go see Star Wars. Well, seen I guess all. you'd be playing them in your living room now. But Yeah, anyway. I don't know if he's even seen them all. I, really? I don't think he has. Yeah. He, see, he strikes me as a person that would probably like Star Wars. We don't get to watch very many movies unless it is like a children's film these days. Oh, that's sure. No, about, that's about it. That's the extent of our movie watching. We can't. We can't get in any Well, on time. November 12th, when Disney Plus comes out, you can stream all of those. There hopefully. we go. Perfect. November 12th, we will start streaming them. Should but we segue I just, to that here? I'm super excited just with, with him saying that. I'm I'm pumped for this land, and I'm yeah. not even a Star Wars person. So it just, and this article goes on to say, like, they understand that there are a lot of big Star Wars people, but there's a ton of people like me. I know hard to believe that maybe haven't seen all the movies who are still going to love every second of this land because it's just going to be so incredible. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. My the only downside to seeing it this year will be the amount of people that are mm. going to be in that land. And that's the one thing I'm not looking forward to is just it'll be overwhelming. It, yeah, it's going to be to capacity. I'm Sensory telling you. Three overload. It, it, right, and they're going to have people all over the place. Arm to arm, sweaty, stinky. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, every single thing they're doing there is, like, specific for that area. They can't, like, nothing new can come in. It can't just be standard, regular Disney. Like, it is all themed. Did you even see the right. Coca-Cola? Yeah. So, I posted that also on my uh, Instagram account, mousecapades underscore Nick. The Coca-Cola bottles look like thermal detonators. Yes. And so, those are, as soon, those are iconic by the way, like as soon as you see that shape, you any Star Wars fan knows, hey, that's a thermal detonator. Right. You, so. That's uh, because, you know, who was it? It was Leia. I think Leia brought in a thermal detonator to Jabba's palace, you know. And when C-3PO and R2-D2 were being held by Jabba, he brought in or she brought in one of those thermal detonators, acted like she was going to blow the place up, you know. And so when you see those things. Like, you know exactly what those things are. And so, Colin, he saw it, and I, and I posted it on my Instagram account. I posted the commercial to it. And, Is he already, like, begging? Oh, yeah. I can't wait Mike to get Mike, buddy, we're going to buy a whole bunch of those so we can take them home. We'll paint them up. We'll make them look like thermal detonators. We'll throw them around the house while we're shooting it up with Nerf guns, Stormtrooper helmets on. You know, you know me. My, my mind goes to, okay, I wonder how much that's going to cost for a Coca-Cola. Oh, five bucks easy. Yeah. Oh, easy. I'll just pay a, it, though. Just one can of Coke, but it's a special-shaped can. Thermal detonator. Right. And here, so let me get to the article. What here else do you have Star Wars on there? So so the beverages. Let's talk about the beverages. Okay. Um, it says they're going to be nothing like anything we've seen with beverages so far. Sort of like what Josh Gad was saying. And with Coca-Cola products being available at but 2, it just talks about how they're thermal detonators. Nothing. Uh, nothing I didn't already say. Let's see here. Star Wars, Star Wars. We talked about the Rise of Skywalker trailer. And I know I'm missing something else. There was a video game. Oh, yeah, it's The Fallen Jedi, which is something that I can't wait that comes out as well. So we haven't seen a new Star Wars game since Battlefront 2. And so the trailer was finally released the same week all of this stuff has been unloaded by Disney. Star Wars, Je uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So this is coming from so EA... And Respawn's upcoming addition to the ever-growing 
Uh, it talks about Star Wars catalog of video games. They're focusing on Star Wars Jedi, The Fallen Order. Here's the plot. It's set after the film events in Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. More specifically, right after Order 66. We all know about Emperor Palpatine's directive executing Order 66. I mean, we know what that is. And if you're a Star Wars fan, that just gave you goosebumps. Anyway, <laughs> just so, the way that you said it, huh? I, mean, I hope so. <laughs> anyway, so it comes right after that. And that's pretty much all they give you. Go ahead and check out the trailer. It looks absolutely amazing. I'm thinking it's going to be the type of game where... You know that execute that that order was executed 66, which which was to eliminate all Jedi, right? Where the clone troopers went against the Jedi, and now the Jedi are all alone. So you become rogue entities, and so I can't wait to see what you can do in an open universe see, as a rogue Jedi. All like, of this, you talking more and more about it, it makes me want to like I need to catch up. I need to see them all, but ooh, that's quite the commitment. That's a lot of time spent watching Star Wars movies, right? Yeah, I mean, you're easily... If you How many to... behind am I? <laughs> I would have to rewatch the ones that I've seen. So yes. it's going to be... Are there six? I would say there's probably 18 hours at least. Probably more. Probably more like 20 hours of sitting down on the couch you would have to do to watch. I have the whole trilogy and the others if you want to watch them. Plus Rogue One and um, Solo. If you, want, if you want to watch all of them. Actually, it's more than 20 hours right there. That would catch you up. And then you can go see The Last Jedi. We'll or, see. excuse me, we'll The Rise see. of Skywalker. My bad. It's a big commitment. But I, it does. I mean, it intrigues me. Keith, it's you're going to borrow them. You're going you're gonna to sit down and watch them. Right. <laughs> we'll try. Anywho. Do one a week. Just commit to one a week, you know? Just commit to one a week. Let's talk about Disney+. Plus. Do you have an article on Disney+. Plus? I don't. Disney okay. Plus? Yes, yeah, so Disney+. Plus, the I haven't seen The new online streaming service. Also released oh, last okay. week as well. And this looks absolutely amazing. For six ninety nine a month, so seven dollars a month, which mm-hmm. is cheaper than I think any other streaming service. They were talking about on the radio this morning. Out there, it is. This is going to have more content than any other streaming service out there, really? by far. You're gonna. It's gonna release on November twelfth of twenty nineteen. So this this year, okay, this okay. year. So they released this week what it's going to have, like what all it's going to allow. So to in its first year, Disney Plus will feature, that's a very good question, nice segue, because I was looking at this Thank paragraph you. here. You are welcome, you're on it. Fill me in. It's going to be a giant library, it says. It's content from previously mentioned studios, and these studios are Disney, Pixar, Marvel, uh, let's see, the Star Wars universe, National Geographic. We also have ESPN. Um, let's see here as well as some... Hotstar. What's Hotstar? I have no idea what Hotstar is. I gotta look that up. Yeah. Anyway, you're gonna have content exclusive, like movies like this, okay? Captain Marvel, Avengers, Dumbo, Aladdin, Toy Story, Lion King, um, Frozen 2, more Star Wars films. It also says you can can expect. I can catch up using using Disney Plus. Oh yeah, for sure. It even says you can expect all of the recent animated live action movies that have are that are out there right now from the past 10 years alongside with classics like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Awesome. I used to watch it as a kid all the time. The newly created content will also include a documentary series behind the scenes of Frozen 2 titled Into the Unknown, Making Frozen 2, Phineas and Ferb, High School Musical, High School Musical, the series, live action Lady and the Tramp movie, 
uh, Walt Disney Imagineering documentary series. It says more. We're also going to, I mean, you're going to have everything, guys. I mean, everything. Black Panther. I mean, everything you can think of, right? I mean, so I can't begin to explain how vast this is going to be. And Disney's also going to have their own movie series just for Disney Plus, like Netflix has, right? Right. Where they film their own. Netflix, ex- Netflix right. exclusive. Right. And you see, you those. see people get Oscars over them. And it's movies that are released just for Netflix, not like at the movies, but are that quality, right? So, I mean, I'm guessing you're for sure going November, you're done. Oh, you're for sure. Up. I mean, they're going to have a series called, I think, The Mandalorian, which, so you don't know about the Star Wars universe, but um, Boba Fett. Um, it was a Mandalorian, a really awesome dude. Basically, he was a bounty hunter. He also had Jenga Fett as well. Okay. Um, anyway, really cool. They're going to have original series, like I just mentioned, Star Wars, including so, The Mandalorian, which is going to be a series. So you... The Clone Wars is going to be another series. I mean, who doesn't like Clone War- Clone Troopers? So you mentioned, you said what's Hot, hot Star, right? Yes. So I, of course, did a quick Google search, and it says Disney already has a booming streaming service, and it's called Hotstar. I thought it was My Movies Anywhere or something And this is an article from April 12th, and it says that basically Disney is... it's taking on Netflix with a new streaming service in the United States, but there's an even bigger and hotter market where it's already winning by miles, and that's in India. So Hotstar is something that they have already released in okay. India. Um, and it was brought last year, and it says that they have uh, 300 million monthly active users, Whoa. Okay. which is huge because Netflix has um, 11 million. So... I mean, and just think about 20, 20, uh, 21st Century Fox that Disney just acquired. I mean, you're going to have everything right on the streaming service. You're going to have all seasons of Simpsons mm-hmm. owned by Disney now. I mean, you're going to have, I'm looking at this, uh, it goes on to talk about how you're going to have even Toy Story 4 is going to be on there. That's releasing here in, a, in what, a month or so? You're going to have Toy Story 4 on Disney+. Plus. You're going to have, uh, what's it called? It's... A Bo Peep story. You're going to have Monsters at Work with Billy Crystal and John Goodman. So there's going to be a Monsters, Inc. series that's going to be out. Let's see here. National Ge- uh, Geographic series. Yeah. It talks I, about all 30 seasons of Simpsons. All Fox titles. Like Sound of... You're going to have Sound of Music, Princess and the Bride, Malcolm in the Middle. I mean, this is insane. Overall, they're going to be over 75... 100 television episodes and 500 films on Disney Plus. And that's just the beginning. That's just when it launches, people. That's not by the end of the year. That's not into 2020. That's just at release day. We, I mean, I I think that's definitely something we will subscribe to as well ourselves. Um, And I think that we will get a lot of use out of that because it has all those kids' films on it also. And you're going to be able to download for offline viewing really yes that'll be nice so that's gonna be awesome if you subscribe we, as well and disney it's be has 4k lots playback on stuff there is you cannot download anything disney from netflix or amazon prime or any of those things any of their their downloads if it is disney or has disney associated with it you cannot download it so that'll be nice 
I mean, they're, they've already Disney has already signed contracts with Roku, PlayStation, so they can make sure that their app is available through these. They're taking companies. over. But the cool thing is, it's all going to be 4K. If your TV can handle it, it's going to be 4K. Oh yeah. This is going to rock the world of Netflix and every other streaming service. I out bet there. they're shaking in their boots right now. Well, I think they're going to take a huge loss. They will. They are shaking in their boots. They're more than just shaking. I think they're going to. I think they're going to the restroom in their boots right now. Right. Well, I think pants. cable companies are the ones who really have to worry because there's no need for cable companies anymore. I'm still going to subscribe to Netflix to get those Netflix exclusives because they do sure. have some good stuff. But why do I need cable if I already watch everything else? Well, it like depends streaming. what tier you have too. Like if it's if it's a cable or if it's satellite. If the Disney Channel's in a specific tier that you're paying for an upgrade, well. You have this, just go down to the lower tier. Yeah, and I, I will admit, I actually haven't had cable for over five years. No, that's good for you, man. I, I'm, I've been trying to convince Aaron to just nix dish. Yeah. And and get rid of it. We don't miss it. On it. Or I shouldn't say dish. Direct TV. I don't watch any television. Yeah. At all. I mean, I can't even films, watch the yes, Star Wars I mean, films. So yeah, I don't watch <laughs> anything. As far as like live television, right. I don't do any right. live TV. And the only reason why we still have it. It's because she has that uh, HDR, what is it? The hard drive or whatever. Oh. The hard drive that saves everything. Okay, it saves yeah. hours and hours right. of content. So she likes to watch her shows like... So DVR. You think you can, DVR, thank you. Yes. So you think you can dance, you know. Let's see, what else? The Voice. Yeah. You uh, can American do- Idol. So she loves to watch that stuff. You can do that on Hulu. And, can you really? Yeah. Okay. I think so. We don't have Hulu. That's the only reason why we still have it. Like, can. I'm not on there watching anything, really, to be honest with you. Yeah. So. Anyway, I think I've, right. I've beaten this down to a pulp. So let's move on. On to the next thing. Um, what else do you have? I'm searching through my stuff right now. Okay. Uh, Disney's Disney Max Pass expanding to Disneyland Resort Nighttime Entertainment. And I thought maybe we talked about this one. I wasn't so sure, so I brought it up. I'm going to bring it up anyway. The Disneyland Resort has added two of its popular nighttime spectaculars to its Disney Max Pass service. Starting this past week, guests who purchase Max Pass, or have it included on their annual pass, by the way, will be able to make Fast Pass selections for both Fantasmic at Disneyland Park and World of Color at Disney California Adventure on their smartphone. The Disney Max Passes, we all know it's a paid service that allows guests to get fast passes, yada yada. The current price on this, and Lee from Cali, he's one of our loyal listeners, he corrected me a few weeks ago and told me that, hey, it's gone up in price and it's no longer $10 or it's still available, something like that. And we, anyway, and they still have paper copies of stuff. The Max Pass is $15 per person. This is included, so the Max Pass is included with the Premier and Signature Pass annual passes and can be added to other annual passes for $100 per year. So if you're in Disneyland and you want to Max Pass uh, World of Color and Fantastic, there you go. There you go. Um, anybody who's going to be there this weekend for Easter, there are several different little treats you should stop and get. Um, they have some really cute Easter cake pops. They look like little Easter eggs, and they're all sparkly. And then they have, of course, the Disney ears on them. They have some little duckies that are cake pops, also sparkly, glittery, 
adorable. And they have, um, where is the other one? They have some really cute little Easter treats as well. They are caramel apples that look like an egg um, that has hatched a little chick or an Easter bunny. So just some cute little treats for the kids this weekend to celebrate Easter if you are celebrating at the park. So I have one more item. Not sure how many items or how many ticket items you have left, but uh, I got one item that I'll save. All right. Well, I'll do mine first and then you can do yours. Um, So the Riviera Resort has announced their pricing, points, chart, and sales. When I was reading the article, I was having a hard time finding an actual price. Um, If you, like for someone like me, who's not a a Disney Club member, um, but they have their points chart has been out there and has been released. So I am not very familiar with the Vacation Club. Yeah, DVC. Yeah, they have every year they, they, they put out their charts as far as, you know, every individual earns a certain amount of points annually. And you spend those points towards Hotels various resorts. Yes. Yeah. Well, if you are curious and you do want to stay at this resort, it says that booking began actually on April 10th. And um, that's for already people who are members and April 15th if you are a new member and then the resort is going to open on December 16th so you can start booking now for those December 16th trips if you want to stay at the new uh, Riviera Resort if you go online you can find this handy little chart that tells you um, based on your dates and uh, the time the season and how long you're staying and the different types of studios so there's going to be different like tiers of studios there's a tower studio deluxe studio villas it'll tell you what your points will cost you. Remember, this was the resort that we were discussing, how it reminded us of Casino Royale. Yeah. Yeah. Very elegant. That is Mm -hmm. very cool. Yeah. So go check that out online. So the last thing I have here, the new tickets uh, center that's opening in Disney Springs. This is awesome. Like, I could definitely see myself utilizing this ticket center at Disney Springs. So I saw that, but I didn't, I mean, it wasn't a big, oh, thing for me because I wasn't sure how you'd use it or why it was such a big deal. Uh, the link stuff. So the very good question. Let's go ahead and get into the article here. Some of the things that they can assist you with, purchasing tickets, upgrading theme park tickets, annual passes, special event tickets, all right, and making okay. sure they're linked to you, linked to your bands assisting you with linking dining reservations and getting those for you there in addition um, let's see here. They have some miscellaneous resort planning information. But basically, whatever you could do at guest services at the park, you can now do at Disney Springs for those guests that have tickets that have linked them to their band but not necessarily been activated just yet. Here's an example. Military hopper passes. I purchased them at the base, right? Mm-hmm. I link them to my band. So with that and a resort reservation, I can start making fast passes. But before I can get into the park, I have to go to guest relations or guest services and have them activated. Okay. Right? So I had asked you about that for my trip because I did have to go to guest service as well. And pick so them they up. Could, mm-hmm, right. Like, so well, they had to put it onto our band. We gave them our band. We showed them our reservation. They did some sort of magic. And then, boom, it worked. Sure. So we had to get to the park earlier. So this exactly. then would come in handy so you don't have to waste any of your time waiting to get that good spot for the rope drop you can just go ahead and go sure if you know you're not going to the park on day one whenever you arrive at the resort you know you're not going to the park that day go to disney you know you're going to i usually hit up disney springs the day that i arrive with the family by myself i head over to a park but with the family we you know we check in like around noon 
okay, let's just hit up Disney Springs, walk around, get some dinner, right? Right. This is a great opportunity for folks like like us. Uh-huh. You're hitting up Disney Springs. You know you're going to be going to the park the following day, not necessarily the day you check in. Take care of all of your ticket business while you're at the Springs, right? Right. And then, you know, so the next day you don't, I don't have to or you don't have to when you're picking up tickets at Will Call, right? And get there early. And right. stand in that line that's 45 to an hour already, you know, wishing you would have got there sooner, even though you got there super early, you know, and it's just like, ah. It doesn't take any of your time for right. that, that day. Okay. So now I, I, now I know. I read this important. and I'm like, yes, this is awesome. This ticket center is between Zara. I hope I said that correctly. It's a shopping uh, little store there, right, for like women designer clothes or something like that. Z-A-R-A. Okay. I, I I've always said Zara. Zara, okay, my I bad. Don't know. Zara, uh, and Blaze Pizza, by the way. So, right in between there. So go ahead and check them out. I mean, I know I'm gonna be there in what less than I don't know, like forty something days or something like that. I gotta look at my little ticker. I'm gonna go check this out actually, because I think good. I'm gonna go ahead. This is where I'm gonna go and purchase my annual pass. Good. Um, and tell us how, how it is. Yeah, we'll see how we'll see how it is there and how customer services right yes right yeah 55 days i guess is what it is i'm looking at it right now but and that's my last ticket item all right on to rumors yeah all right let's cue hear the music all right let's go ahead and move on to rumors here we go (laughs) are you ready here we go and this is what i got this is what i got for you all right i'm ready you ready for it it? i've got nothing (laughs) i have no rumors (laughs) Okay, I was gonna say, I I was on a streak with like saying a rumor, and then the next week it was, hey, this is not a rumor anymore. This is real. So sure I was thing. feeling all great about myself, and then I went to look up rumors, and there was not very. You don't have any either. I have one. Thing. Okay, good. At I least do you're have bringing one thing. something to the show. I bring nothing. But I will tell you, this rumor is not one I think that will ever be true. It is just a pure rumor. But I had to bring something. So anyways, I saw that Kenny the Pirate um, yes. reported. Now, who's Ken, you know Kenny the Pirate. This is he's all over for. YouTube. Yep, yep. Kenny okay. the Pirate. He's a, a Disney guy? Yeah, so Kenny the Pirate, he's a Disney fan. He has his uh, own YouTube account and all social media accounts, and he breaks with some news every now and then. Okay. Well, he tweeted out, and he said that Magic Kingdom will eliminate evening extra magic hours, and this has gotten some heat. People are angry. Now, it is a total rumor. I do not believe that's ever going to happen. What's your take on that? Do you think that there's any sort of, that that could be a possibility they do so great with those extra i haven't heard that i have not heard that at all he tweeted out on april 10th okay yeah so i haven't heard that at all and i don't know i would ask him what sources do you have the more that i saw and i was digging into it going what they sell out why would they get rid of them um i guess they haven't released some of their magic kingdom dates in october and they've released other parks so he was saying that might be why, is that they haven't released anything, so that must mean that they're done. Oh, well, you and have other Mickey's people... Not-So-Scary Halloween going exactly. on, so there's no... That's exactly so what So he didn't release this on the 1st? He released this on the 10th? April 10th. This is not an April Fool's joke. This is Because he, of all he people, released. should know that it's Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween is really ramping up there in October. Exactly. So I... 
a lot of people are saying that they they don't see this going away. That maybe it'll or be seasonal, right? He could have, um, but it would just be more of a seasonal. Maybe it would take a break during the season and come back in January. Sure. But they would take off from October to December or something like that. So, um, just a total rumor. But well, you also have Mickey's Very Merry Christmas exactly. right after leading all the way up to the first, well, leading up all the way to Christmas. Right. They're and so. And then they said that's that there's the there's people doing you know their their holiday parties and and renting out parts of the park. So. It does get very busy around those that time of the year, so maybe they're just going to take a break and it'll come back whenever, whenever they can bring them back. But I don't think that they're going away. Well, I'm glad you brought a rumor. I had nothing. So <laughs> at least we have something. Thanks for bringing right? that up. You can bring us the history. How about that, Nick? All right, I'm going to take us back. Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. Okay, so again, there really wasn't, I thought, that much exciting history this day in history, but this day in history, back in 1973, an amazing 73,168 guests visit Walt Disney World on this day. All right. And the reason why this is so amazing, so this only included, because back then, you know, the uh, park opened in 71. Okay. And back on this day, the only park that existed at the time was the Magic Kingdom. That was it. And so if you have over 73,000 guests, I guess this was a highlight and the most that they had in attendance since opening. I wonder what sparked that, you know, that amount of people, that flow of people into the park on this day that many years ago. Right. right, So April. Close Hmm. to Easter, but Hmm. I don't see Disney as being an Easter thing to go do. Interesting. But they do have some Easter, like Passover activities and stuff like that. That I read online, by the way, this past week, and I was like, hmm, that's borderline blasphemous. But (laughs) I I found it very funny, though. Anyway, all right. So this day in history, back in 2008, Disney announces a new mobile website and texting program developed in conjunction with MDisney, part of the Walt Disney Internet Group. The new mobile site allows users and web-enabled phones to receive Radio Disney information, listen to Radio Disney, view the last 10 songs played on the Radio Disney station, send shout-outs, request songs, and take polls. I remember this. I remember actually in fourth grade teaching at the time and messing with the app. Um, good times. Oh, how, Just good times, how things right? have changed. Yeah, um, man. And just think how far uh, Disney has taken this mobile right. stuff. Back in 2012, beginning on this day in Florida, Orange Bird returns to Sunshine Tree Terrace. Signage and uh, Corky Drinks Cups and Adventureland at the Magic at the Magic Kingdom Park start popping up. You know, Orange Bird was a character who was developed back in 1970. And what's funny, is, Stephanie, go back and look this stuff on YouTube, the cartoons with the Orange Bird cartoon. It's very cheesy, but funny. Walt Disney Productions entered into negotiations with the Florida Citrus Commission for an FCC-sponsored Walt Disney World attraction early in 1967. A contract was signed in October of 69, formalizing the FCC's underwriting of a tropical bird show at a cost of $3 million. The following year, Wet Enterprises created the Orange Bird character to serve as the FCC's official mascot and promoting campaigns. 
So the orange bird also appeared in Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom as a walk-around character during the resort's first decade, by the way. All right. So it just came back in 2012. If you haven't stopped there and got yourself a, like an orange float, citrus float. I haven't. Oh, they're really good. Uh, the drinks over there are awesome. I hit up that and Aloha Isle for my Dole Whip. Now, mm-hmm. I have to say, speaking of Dole Whips, Keith told me on, when he came on to the program that you guys didn't get any Dole Whips on this past trip. And did I not catch that when you were talking about your trip, or did you fail to mention that? I think I tried to hide it from you because I knew you'd be disappointed in us. I'm very disappointed in you. The line was really long, and we were going to do it. Mobile ordering, girl. I know, but remember, my phone wasn't working. I couldn't get it. I could not do mobile ordering, so we ended up missing out on Dole Whips. Oh, man, that just means you have to get two next time. Yes, there you go. Definitely. It does. And that's all I have for this day in history. All right. If you're interested in being a guest on our show, have a question or comment, or simply want a free quote, don't be bashful. Get a little dopey with us and simply text us, 407-674-0414, or email us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com, or travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media accounts. For Instagram, it's going to be mousecapades underscore Nick. Facebook, the Mousecapades Podcast. Don't forget to place the in front of Mousecapades Podcast. And finally, our Twitter account, Mousecapades Pod. Hey, Steph, I think it's about that time, girl. It is. Peace. And love. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day. Jesus climbs the hill to the garden still. His steps were heavy and slow. Love and a prayer took him there to the place only he could go. Gethsemane, Jesus loves me. So he went willingly to Gethsemane. He felt all the was that wicked or bad, while the pain we would ever know. While his friends were asleep, he thought to keep his promise. Made long ago. Gethsemane. Jesus loves me, so he went willingly to Gethsemane. The hardest thing that ever was done. The greatest pain that ever was known
Yeah.